thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 295 for patch 6.2. Our topic for this episode is entering the alpha. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Freckleface, and I play a goblin hunter. And this is Root, I play a goblin warlock. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up here on episode number 295 of HearthCast, Hey Blizz, it might be time to get into the loot box delivery game. So hey there for Freckleface. Hey there, Root. How has your week been in the Blizzard universe? Pretty good. Um, this is uh, the uh, Monday after Thanksgiving that we're recording this. So yeah. Uh, I was out of town for Thanksgiving. True. Right. I went on a uh, road trip up to Alabama. Up to Alabama. Not many people in the United States can say up to Alabama. That's very true. Not very many of us. So during that time, I was unable to play WoW, per se. But I was able to get some in uh, when I got back home. So I got some stuff done over the weekend. So how was the actual, you know, time on the road between here and Alabama? It wasn't too bad. Uh, it was about eight hours either way. It's very different uh, using all the technology that's available. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like you not you haven't left your computer room anymore. Pretty much. Um, what's great is, you know, driving along and I'm half asleep in the passenger seat. I'm glad you said passenger seat. <laughs> half asleep in the passenger seat. I've got my phone on my lap and I have the navigation open, even though I know where we're going. But the phone like talks to me and says it's rerouting. And there had been an accident that was a complete standstill. Cool. Yeah. The, yeah. Now, it, you say navigation. Were you using right. just a Google navigation or did you take my advice and use the Waze app? Well, I do have the Waze app installed. Um, I found it a little bit too clunky. Or Trying to get me to do things I didn't want to do. I don't really get it. All right. Well, you just need to take some time setting it up, though, because it's super awesome because it tells you more than just rerouting uh, traffic. It tells you when there's accidents or uh, stuff on the road or well, climate so does, conditions. So does the Google as well. Or police reported ahead. Oh, uh, police, it doesn't tell you, but my heavy drives like a grandma anyway, so I'm not really <laughs> worried about that. Um, No, as far as accidents, it would say there's an accident. It's a standstill. We are rerouting you. And it pulls the data from Waze, but then I double-checked it with Waze, and I could see, okay, there's, you know, 10 different reports. Um, I was able to see more detailed information with Waze. Cool. So I use both. We listen to a lot of podcasts. Pretty much that's all we did to entertain ourselves in the car. Very good. Yeah. Happy to hear that. I listen to some Hamish and Andy. Love them. They're my number one. That's very entertaining. You listen to our show at all? No. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, why not? Uh, it freaks me out. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> no, we listen to, um, Hamish and Andy, a lot of Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard that show. You made me listen to it a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. Just got to be in the mood for it, I guess. I guess so. And back when I got home, I played some Here's the Storm. I bought Nova with gold, and I can't believe I haven't played Nova before. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. She's exactly what I want. She's stealthy. She's an assassin. She's sassy, and she's a redhead at level eight. Oh, okay. So you got to get her. I got to get her level eight. She turns into a redhead at level eight. Well, no. At least she has three different 
uh, skin variations. Oh, okay. That are level locked. <laughs> that makes locked. more sense. <laughs> it's my level eight power. <laughs> I thought it was like a debuff because she lost her soul. Oh, you know those jokes make me sad. <laughs> <laughs> and I played the Legion Alpha some. We'll be talking about that a little later. And I just happened to bump into the Grayson from Chaos Portal Show. Oh, neat. I just recognized his tune name. I don't think I've actually like talked to him before. I'm just like, how's the fam? And he told me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's cool. <laughs> now you, Root, you were at home for Thanksgiving. I was at home for Thanksgiving. And um, it was good Thanksgiving. Good. A lot of people. We ended up not boarding the dog. <laughs> just put him in the bathroom and he oh the bathroom okay kind of chilled for a while that's good got out at one point because uh someone opened a door that he shouldn't have opened uh-oh so he went and said hello to like five people before they corralled him <laughs> back in no you say said hello do you mean jump on him oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah big time he's happy dog so yeah he, he uh he's yeah. a big dog yep yep but you know it was a great time with family though that was all really cool i didn't you know i wasn't Pushing WoW or anything on anybody else. Kind of, I showed some little bit of Hearthstone, but it, it, no, not you know, not interested. So I just let it be. Yeah. And uh, like you, also got into the Legion Alpha, but I don't have enough drive space right now on my oh, computer. No. I, here's a, I've got a terabyte drive installed. Well, I have a terabyte drive physically installed in the chassis of the computer, but it's not hooked up to the motherboard or power. Because I ran out, it's like it's in there. I'll, I'll hook it up when I need oh, it. Oh, gotcha! And then now I just, you need it. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why I was like right there, and I was like, hey, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> it's enough wires for tonight. So I'll be probably tomorrow night soon. Anyhow, hooking that up so I can actually install Legion. But I've been playing more Hearthstone, and I've had some of those moments. I tweeted one. The other one I couldn't tweet because I couldn't figure out how fast enough to take a uh, screenshot on, on my iPad. On my phone, I knew. Because I was playing on my phone and I got a screenshot. Now, the moment I got on my on my screenshot on my phone was fantastic. This is playing my mage deck. You know, love my mage deck. And I'm going, we're, we're, we're just, we're duking it out. I'm I'm The mage deck, when I build my deck, it's a long game. I play for the long game. You play the end game. Yes, yeah. very much so. So we're going, we're duking it out, and I'm down to drawing one card at a time. You know, like I'm drawing a card, playing a card, drawing a card, playing a card, and that's all I'm down to. And I am down now to one hit point. Oh, no. My opponent has eight hit points. So it was a good good battle. He has lined up all these minions and I had like frozen them the the the, the turn before, so I, it was like I squeaked out a turn, I'm like freeze everybody. Okay, one more turn. Here we go. He's got eight eight hit points. I have one hit point. I have no minions on the board. He's got like four minions on the board. I draw my card. It's a pyroblast, which hits for ten, nice. or eight, whatever it was. Ten. Kills him, destroys him. <laughs> I screenshot it. I'm How satisfying was that? Very. Right. And then, a couple days later, you know, that high's kind of worn off. Although I took a screenshot so I could still look at it, you know? <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Did you make it your wallpaper? <laughs> Not yet, but I'm <laughs> contemplating. I'm going to tile it, actually. 
so I'm playing on my iPad, you know, it's kind of, you know, showing some people, whatnot. And I don't even recall what I was playing because it wasn't, wasn't my mage deck. And the dude who I was playing against, like, buffed a single minion to 23-23. So he had 23 health and could do 23 damage. And I had, like, 21 hit points. We both had, like, high 20s. And I'm like, okay. The next card I draw is one of those that destroys a minion over, like, 12 hit points or 8 hit points or whatever it was. Was it a spell? No, it's a card. I guess it could have been a spell. Were you playing a priest? It might have been. I don't remember what I was playing. might have been Shadow Word Death, which destroys a minion with 5 attack or more. That's probably what it was. Okay. Because it destroyed him. Right. And he's like, I concede. <laughs> he's, that was it. That was his whole game plan was the bu- which would have worked. Yeah, it would have worked. And that's that's the tricky thing about Hearthstone. That's what you have to play around. You have to understand, you know, you get your minions set up, but you got to wait a turn. Yeah. And in that time, you know, you're playing a priest. Like, that's why if you're playing against a priest, you have to mentally keep track of what they've played. If they've already played two Shadow Ward deaths, then you can be fairly confident you can play a big minion and they'll be okay. If they haven't, then you go, uh, if I put something big out, they might just hit it. Every class has access to minions who silence. So while those don't outright destroy the minion itself, it would get rid of all those buffs that it added to it. Oh, okay. That's yeah, that's one way to think of it, yeah. So it's just it it's like playing chess. You just have to be three moves ahead. Right. Yeah. And that's uh you know, that's kinda how I play my mage deck. Because I'm very versatile with that one. And it's one of those things where, okay, I got this card, I'm waiting for two other cards, and then when I hit like eight or nine gems and if I have those four cards the game's over for the other person because I can play those four right. you know, in succession and there's nothing you can do so same deal is one of those moments I, I don't know how to take a screenshot on the iPad so I was like ah but it still felt really good well you hold down the square button and the round button together this uh, button uh, and then the round button okay just saying don't touch <laughs> <laughs> and then heroes I'm a little mad about heroes. What are you mad about? Because I don't have anything I had when I was in the alpha. <laughs> I don't, out of principle, want to buy it right now. But I think what I'm going to do is is just swallow my pride and uh, head over to that. It was at a GameStop that we saw that $15 package in. It was like 15 bucks. And you got like a bunch of heroes. Um, you ended up saving like four bucks from buying it on the Blizzard store. It's not available in the Blizzard store. So this is a either a physical package that, that basically just comes with a code or um, you can get on Amazon. It's basically just codes for different heroes and different skins all bundled together. Yeah, I didn't get it on Amazon. You didn't say that. That's interesting. Yeah. I got mine on Amazon for 20 We saw the same thing at GameStop for 15 Right. That's what it was. Okay. However, those aren't necessarily the best heroes for beginner players. And you don't really need skins. It's really simple. I want Malfurion. And I don't want He's wanna... not in that. Ah, I'm not going to get it. Malfurion's like the cheapest hero. He's 2,000 gold. That requires me to play something else besides Malfurion to oh, like, get him. I literally think right now he's $2 during this Black Friday sale. Mm. I might have to just do that then. 
Yeah, in case you gotta understand, gold isn't that difficult to get in the game. Give me two dollars. Okay. Really? <laughs> <laughs> You're like to get you to shut up. Yeah. To get you to back in us. Yeah. We haven't played together yet. We're not going to. We're not. No, it's, I've told you this. I'll tell you what. What? If, if you're going to front the two bucks for Malfurion, I will I will play Malfurion with you. Okay. I'll go with it. All right. All right. Coming up next in general chat. Entering the alpha. A first look at new features. Freckleface and I are both in the Legion Alpha. While I have yet to play, Freckleface has spent some time within the Alpha and has some observations, insights, and information to share with us. I started a Demon Hunter because that was the only thing I could do. Oh, really? Is that it? Limited right now? That says limited to you. Okay. I got your choice of Night Elf or Blood Elf. Nice. Yep. Made a Blood Elf. Because blood elves. And I quested through to about level 99 before I had to stop. So you start off what level? 98. Okay. Yeah. You start out in uh, the new place, um, taking instructions from Illidan. Right. So is it very similar to the uh, what we played at BlizzCon? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, the first thing I noticed when I was making my character was purple tattoos. Purple tattoos. I love purple. So you can actually give your character tattoos. Yes. Nice. You don't get to like draw them or anything. No, just select from them like you select right. your hairstyle. Right. Okay. And some of them are purple. Is there a, a Hearthstone swirl tattoo? No, there's not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I lost all interest in tattoos now. I also like the different options for the eye mask. Oh, so because they're, they're the demon hunters, their eyes are, are masked over with cloth. Right. And you can choose like different styles of that? Different styles, different colors. That's cool. So that, that's cool. Uh, now, when you're fighting, your health bars show up in the middle of your screen. And they're smaller and they're more transparent, but they just appear right there in the center. Kind of like a HUD, a heads up display? Yeah. You okay. see your health and in the demon hunter's case, the. Uh, I forget what they call the other resource. I don't know. They stole it from a warlock, so probably. It's not fury. It's something like that. Demon energy. Yeah, the demonic fury. So when you're fighting, it shows up. Uh, When you're out of combat, it disappears. I wonder how much of that they took from a lot of these HUDs that are out there already. Because a lot of people, you know, these add-ons that are out there make that available as a HUD. Weak ores has it. There's especially weak ores. You can have all that stuff right in front of you in a circle fashion, right around your character, so you don't ever have to look down from where your character is. Yeah, it would have been more nice to see the uh, enemies as well, okay. especially their cast bar, because there's an interrupt that you do as a demon hunter, and the uh, blood elves have another interrupt. But I was still having to look off of the um, top part of the screen to be able to see the cast bars. And we saw the mounted chicken as a demon hunter. I think we played through at least that much at uh, BlizzCon. Right. It's a really cool mount. And notice you can't set it as a favorite. I don't know if that's working as intended or not. Probably not. You know, it's a couple days into the alpha. It's going to be stuff broken or just not implemented yet. I did play around with the wardrobe journal. How's that working? It's not completely functional yet. 
but I can still see how it's intended to work. Um, when you would get a new item from a quest reward, it would say this has been added to your transmog journal. Okay. So, so theoretically, it would just be there. Um, I was having a hard time finding it. Um, the only thing that was showing up in my journal was items that looked like they came from a vendor. Hmm. Like it was showing me chess pieces. And they were grayed out like I didn't have them. But then rather than, you know, showing me a whole bunch of stuff that would come from world drops or raids or whatever, it was, seemed to be just showing me the more cosmetic stuff. And I saw the lovely dresses, which is odd because those don't have any stats, which is the uh, requirement to transmog something. Oh, well, maybe they're placeholders for right now. I don't know. Maybe. So that made me curious. As you're questing, one of the NPCs might talk to you, give you additional information, or say something to serve as a transition between quests. And there's a new box that pops up that's got um, an icon with uh, the person's face. Take a little profile of them. Yeah, and then you hear them talking. And I do really like that evolution of the quest. You know, we've talked before about, you know, quest text being long, being a little difficult to sit there and read, particularly if you're in a social situation or if you're wanting to get stuff done quickly. So do you like where they went with that? My fear with that is what happened to me at at uh, at BlizzCon where I accepted a couple quests in rapid succession and did not read the quest text. Just like, get it, go, get it, go. And he was talking over himself. Ooh. So there were two of those. The box was there. Uh-huh. And then he had, there was two audio tracks going at the same time. So I was like, ah, I didn't know I could turn it off. So that was kind of really bothered me. <laughs> so I'm hoping yeah, there, that, you know, goes There away. is an X button that will, that you can click it and will interrupt the audio. I don't recall seeing that uh, when we were there. But then again, you know, yeah. it's just so happy to be playing that. But then again, maybe maybe they'll just say, "Well, don't don't accept him so fast." It's like the headless horseman; he talks over himself. Yes, he does. Most of the stuff does. Most NPCs, yeah, most of the bosses do. Yeah. yeah, if you trigger stuff too fast. Like I don't know when's the last time you were in Kara, but when you fight the the first boss, the huntsman, he's still like threatening you when he's dying and saying, <laughs> "He's on I the always floor. knew I'd be the, the hunted, and you're still threatening me, and you're dead, dude." <laughs> While you're in the starting area, you have a buff that basically says the Illidari may help you. May help you? May help you. It's like a garrison ability that might work? Right. And I would be fighting sometimes and someone would show up and say hi. Or, you know, show up and, you know, say something random. Like an NPC? Yeah, like an NPC. And then they help me fight for a while and they run off or they die. So you show up have some kind of flavor text, like, hi, I am here to defend the brother, yeah. let's fight, and then they die. Right. Or you have another one come up and go, hi, you look mighty fine in that lovely dress. Let me uh, fight by your side. Yes, except they say something very cartoonishly threatening. Well, plus, it, are, are they are they also demon hunters? Some of them, yes. Uh, some of them are other demon hunters. At some point, the Naga join you. Okay, that's interesting. So you have random Naga show up and fight yeah. with you. 
So it's an odd thing that you do get assistance from other NPCs, but you don't know when it's going to turn up. Oh, so you can't like really just you rely can't really on count on it. You yeah. can't call them. There's no button to call them, or no. there is. Oh, okay. So it seems sort of like you don't know how much to get in over your head because sometimes they can save you when you have too much going on. Sometimes they won't. Do they ever show up and just like twiddle their thumbs because you got to handle like I? I mean, you got this. <laughs> no, you, you good. I'm going I'm to be over here. You need me. Just holla. Holla. Yeah. But then you can't because there's no button to holla. So. <laughs> <laughs> there's an interesting new feature to the mini-map. Yeah? I saw gray stars. What's what's a gray star mean? It seemed to be elites that were not rare. Oh, okay. That, that's interesting. Yeah. That's going to be interesting to watch because some of these add-ons uh, who announce the rares have been having issues with these vignette mobs. You know, is it a rare? Is it an elite? What is it? We're not too sure. Yeah. So if there's a way to now further classify what's out there and on your map, that's that should be interesting. Yeah, and it seemed to be not attached to any other quest. It seemed to be, and they're off. Like in a cave or hidden somewhere that you're not going to accidentally aggro them. So you think it would require a group to go down and... Yeah, that's uh, what I'm thinking. They're, they're just mobs that are up. At some point in time, you can get together a group and go kill it. Uh, Nobody is using the pre-made group finder. Probably what, there wasn't that many people on. Was it there? Was it yes. available? Yes. Interesting. There's just no groups. I posted a group. I said, what's up? That was your group name? That was what's my group up? name. Uh, yeah. yeah, and yeah. nobody joined. I wonder why. Well, some people like to say hi. <laughs> okay. You never know. I saw a group the other day that they, they said, come and join and say hi. Oh. And that was when I was like hopping rears. So I did. And you I was said like, what's up, guys? <laughs> Told them I was doing. Chatted for a little bit. And I was like, well, I got to go join this other realm. Thanks for chatting. Yeah. See, I had the opposite. I was in a group to try to kill that whale shark. Uh huh. And people kept joining our group just to realm hop. Kept making us mad because getting enough people to kill the whale shark. Yeah, people do that. Annoying. Yeah. What about combat? Did you get any kind of like real fights or were you just like fighting just regular mobs? Did you get to fight any big bosses? Maybe not big bosses, but the reason why I had to quit is because there was a quest I couldn't finish. What what quest was that? Um, I forgot the name of it, but is where you are fighting the imp mother. Oh, you showed me a picture of her. <laughs> She's so ugly. My word, yeah. <laughs> I think her name is, her name is start with a P. It's Portiflicua or something. Something I, with a P. I, I'm not, I don't remember off the, off the top of my head, but I know she's the imp mother. Yeah. Um. She, so she's in a cave, and she keeps summoning all these imps. All these imps. And stuff gets on the ground. You know how with Warlords, they kind of introduce this feature that's it's like a golden ring? Yep. And we see yeah. you have to get away from it. Right. So there's stuff you have to get away from on the ground, but you're in a very tight space. So there's uh, not that many places to go. Yeah. And like I said, I ended up having to stop because this is not marked as an elite mob. So either there is some sort of mechanic I'm not doing correctly... Or this should be an elite and should require a group and it's just not labeled so. Mm. But I'll have to see. Maybe you'll catch up with me and we'll be able to. Yeah, give me a couple days. I'll get get that drive hooked up. Yeah. 
I get what I'm gonna do. I'll look at it tonight and I'll see what I need and I'll go raid the uh, the server room tomorrow. <laughs> I may just bring it with me to work tomorrow and work on it there. Think I get away with that? Sure. I think I would. <laughs> yeah. Why not? It's not getting away with it. I may am doing other stuff. I may do. Yeah. That. Now, this is freck for you and us. I can already tell this is kind of the 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 more involved with an alpha you've ever been. Now, I know we played alpha for some of the other games, but we really weren't that into it. Yeah. Like, like we had the alpha for heroes. We played that. That was fun. We, you know, with the Hearthstone, we played that. That was fun at the time. Then we got really into that. And Warlords, everybody and their uncle got the alpha. Well, no, it was the beta for that, but a lot of people got an alpha. So it was just one of those things that what I'm seeing now from my vantage point here is this is the first time you have been this involved with a technical alpha. Yeah, one of the problems is I would get frustrated with um, things not working. You know, it crashed. That was my problem with the Warlords beta. It kept crashing, and then I went, ah. But I'm determined not to do that. All right. So are there, is there a mindset that you're adopting, I should say, in this technical alpha? Like, what are you doing? Because some people would argue that a technical alpha is nothing more than Blizzard using free us for free labor, basically. That might be true. Yes and no. Now, having done, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, done uh, some paid testing for games that weren't released yet. And also knowing somebody who works at EA, knows people who have the position of video game testers. Getting paid to do it takes a lot of work. By the end of it, you're like really sick of all the paperwork you have to do. Um, because what I was doing, just you know, testing out the game to see if it appeals to people, it was every single day taking the same 20-minute survey, asking me the same questions, rating things on a 1 to 7 scale. And they would purposely order the questions in a way so that, let's say you really liked the game, and they were asking you a bunch of stuff on a scale from 1 to 5. You couldn't just sit there and just rate everything. 5, five. five, 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 five. Yeah, because they would order them the away. Right. So they had to sure. sit there and read it. It was exhausting. Got to pay attention. Got to pay attention. The same thing with people who are video game testers. They have to find bugs. They have a quota of bugs to find. Yep. And they are not playing for fun. They are not playing what feels natural to them. They are specifically playing to break it. And it's as much work as anything else. So getting on here and when I have free time on a weekend, you know, playing this game. And it doesn't take them much out of me. And I'm kind of enjoying it. You know, I posted on the forum some of the stuff I found that wasn't working when I, different things are giving me a little error. And that's one thing that you have to remember is that you get access to it. It's very helpful for them for you to post what's not working. Are you screenshotting a lot of stuff? No. You see, that would help. Okay. Whenever you have an error, screenshot, screenshot that. Screenshot it. Um, they already have all your technical specs, but if there's anything going on... Way back in the day, Old Man Root was an alpha tester for what became Windows 98. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it actually was, I went through it from 96 and 97 into 98. And that was 
like you said before, you know, you're doing like a 20 minute survey every, every day. I had a weekly book that I had to do. It was like eight pages for Microsoft. And it was part of an agreement because I was teaching a Microsoft curriculum for place that taught the Microsoft courses. And it was part of our deal that we were all in the alpha and we had to, this is something we had to do. So it was work. We had to take time out of our teaching to do that. So it is good that you are posting feedback as long as it is critical and informative. And while, yes, there's going to be a little bit of an opinion there that's going to be involved in it. Too much opinion and too much QQing, if you will, is not helpful or informative anymore. So if you have something with a Lua error, it's not like, yeah, I got a Lua error, guys, you got to fix this. No, it was, this is, I tried it several times. And it was when I tried to use the uh, wardrobe function, and every time I hit the uh, filter. Okay. So you were, it was, in that case, you're reproducing the steps. This right. is what I did. Right. Because that's perfect. Even if it's a small problem, Freck, it's something you want to post. Because even the most small, minute detail, if you if you notice it and you can repeat it on a time and time, this is what I'm doing. I, yeah, it might be small, but this is what's happening. They may completely miss that. So even if it's a small, minute detail, like, hey, you know, when I turn to this angle, I lose my, my left tooth from my organ goes away. You know, my yeah. versus my smile is kind of weird. Yeah, that's a, that's not that's not helpful. But when I turn to this degree, when I'm turning left, my you know, that's helpful. So small details are important. How much time you spend on this thing right now? How much uh, you see? So you level ninety ninety nine. I think I've only spent a couple hours on it so far. Yeah. One of the things that always gets me, and I know it's going to happen, and it still gets me, and it still makes me mad, is is, is you can't carry that over with you. You can't carry your <laughs> levels and the, anything you unlock and anything you've done. You can't carry it with you. you got to do it all over again. Yeah, you do. And, and uh, I just, uh, I want to be in the alpha. I want to do it. I want to experience it. And then I'm like, how can I do that again? I don't want to do that. It's bad enough. I got It's like all of a sudden my main becomes my alt in the new game that just released. Wow. <laughs> done this before. I want credit for it. Now you're mad about here's the storm getting Malfurion. Did you buy him with money? No, it came with oh. the alpha. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, see the the um, counter to that is in the live game they have free to play heroes. Hmm. They rotate. Here's the storm. You bought the starter bundle. You got rewarded with the special mount that was only for people who spent money during the alpha. Hearthstone, same thing. There's like a special golden legendary that you only got if you spent money. And you're able to get a comparable amount of packs for whatever you spent. Not the same thing, but comparable. So, well, yeah, you're going to lose your progress. Other games that you might do testing for Blizzard, you're going to lose your progress. But typically, they will reward you in some way, especially if you do spend money on it. Yeah, I mean, and I hear you. I feel you. Um, I struggle with that, honestly. Just the, the fact that you lose that progress, which I know it's not the same game. I, it, it logically makes sense to me that I'm going to lose that, pro, that, that progress. I know it's going to happen. It still stings me. So, 
Yeah, we had a long conversation about Mel Furion earlier today. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like you're watching that train wreck from afar. You know the train is going to hit you, but you're like, eh. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And you just keep going. You know, you're like, yeah, train's still going to hit me. Yeah, it's going to hurt. Yeah, I'll hang out here on the track some more. Yeah, train's still coming. And then it hits you, and you're like, ah, I knew that was going to hurt. <laughs> you know, you joke, but people have been dying from taking those train track photos. I'm not familiar with train track photos. Well, it's people pose on the train tracks. Well, why are they doing that? That's stupid. Because it looks artsy. No, it doesn't. Okay, it looks artsy in a cliched way, but the trains that are newer aren't as loud. And they're and, fast. <laughs> and they're fast. There's people who get themselves where they're around a bend or, you know, the wind's going or something. They don't hear it until it's too late or they get stuck. It's been happening a lot. Well, yeah. Well, you know, survival of the fittest is... <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I'm sorry. Don't take pictures in the train train. <laughs> yeah, it's <don't>. dangerous. <laughs> You can sign up for the Darwin Awards right over there. <laughs> I did not want that award. The one thing you got to remember is that things are subject to change, mostly based on players' feedback to some degree, to some degree. And I say that because if most players hate how something is shaping up, they will probably change it. Big star by probably. Probably, there. because there are some features that... They're just convinced that people just haven't given it a chance or it just fits in with their overall um, visual of the whole thing and they don't want to change it. Yeah, there's some things that, that, that Blizzard thinks that they know best and that the people will finally come around to seeing it their way. And sometimes it's true and sometimes it's not. Now, that being said, if people seem to be content with uh, features, there's no reason why they would change it. So if there's something that um, players really don't like, they should voice their opinions in a constructive way and probably get looked at. With um, the, What works really well is not to say, you know, changes or, hey, I think you should change this. What works really well is when people actually provide a alternative solution. Like, hey, Blizzard, this isn't working because of this. And what might work better is this or this. You know, give them some, you know, positive feedback and maybe some things that they might have already thought about. And when you introduce that, they kind of go, okay, we have more people saying we should, you know, not allow flying at all anymore in the game. Maybe we just won't. Who knows? Who knows? So overall, Freck, are you enjoying your time in the Alpha? I am. Want to do more. Good. Yeah. And hopefully soon I'll be able to join you <laughs> and that'll be more fun. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd have to get on Skype. You have a hard task. You gotta drag me away from my Overwatch. Ooh, and that's a that's a very difficult <laughs> task right now because I am really enjoying that Overwatch. Well, good, so. good. And I've yet to find any kind of bug. So, and I've looked, I've tried, I haven't seen any. I think that game is polished and ready to go. That's exciting. So, but don't get too attached. At least you just cry again when that train hits you. No, well. Yeah, maybe they could. No, not, there's not no. because cause this one's 60 bucks and everything is yours. Oh, true. And there's no leveling your character. No, you're like just that. there. Oh, there's yeah. skins and stuff, but I, I really don't care you about don't skins. Skin. So, no, this is the perfect alpha for me to be in because <laughs> it's going to be okay. We're moving away from alpha or here's the beta or whatever. And um, just give me 60 bucks. I've already pre ordered it, so I'm good to go. 
It's going to be a day that it's going to not be in preview mode anymore, and it's going to be the live thing, and everybody's going to be in there. Then your husband will laugh <laughs> every night. <laughs> He'll be in there too, I'm sure. Yes, he will. Yeah. Executives, what is the meaning of this intrusion? Hey, Blizz, here's an idea for you. The Blizzard Box. But I got to be careful. We can't call it a Blizzard Box because apparently that's a thing on Twitter with bad weather. So... Blizz what? box or something. We got to call it something here. Bad weather. I mean, like the negative twenty five. Yeah, it's going to be in Orlando. Thursday night. What was up with that? <laughs> Freckle face. Put it all together. <laughs> Freckle face. <laughs> it suddenly occurred to me today that there are, are some things in my life that I really, really, really like. One of those is loot crate. Another one of those is Blizzard. And when Blizzard has stuff that is in the Loot Crate box, I get super excited for that one, maybe two things. And I thought, what if Blizzard got into the Loot Box business? Ooh. And had their own nothing but Blizzard stuff in one of these boxes that shipped out on a monthly basis to your house. Now, here's the thing. This doesn't have to be Blizzard doing all the work. They can license this out, and it's all the approved licensed merchandise that everybody makes for Blizzard ends up in one of these boxes. So these people who are making the shirts, these people who are making the stuffed animals, these people who are making the toys, the 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 Legos or not Legos, what were they? The Mega Blocks. Anybody who makes licensed Blizzard stuff throws something into this box every month, goes out, shows up at your doorstep, Blizz box. All the Blizz people are happy. Because you're getting good quality, licensed Blizzard merchandise at your doorstep every month. Thought it was a good idea? I asked people on Twitter how much they'd be willing to pay for something like this. Between 10, 15, 20 bucks? Or would you buy one at all to be realistic? The majority of people said they'd pay right around the $15 a month range, which is, you know, that's what these loot boxes are going for right now, right around the 15 bucks a month. So I kind of dove a little deeper into it to get some people's feedback on Twitter about this whole little idea. And here's what a couple of people had to say. Cuddles? Man, he just threw his wallet at the monitor and said, take my money, send me murlocs. Just lots and lots of murlocs. Basically, I would pay for a monthly murloc box. 
Proxmar said if Blizz did their own loot box, I would drop loot crate without hesitation for old TCG loot codes for pets and toys included with the box. Middle Finger Bill, he chimes in. He says, solid mouse pads, decals, shirts for big and tall and fat people, energy drinks like, oh, I don't know, bloodlust, snacks, Hearthstone card codes, in-game pet codes, and all that kind of stuff. He'd love to pay for that. Bashy Robinson said, I liked my Loot Crate subscription, but this would be even better. And Low Mana Gamers just kind of says the same thing. Says more than Loot Crate because I'd actually want the content. So everybody's on the same thing, Freck. It's the same vibe. It is basically, yes, we want this. We'd pay money for this, up to 14 bucks a month. Some people said they'd pay up to $20 a month, but the vast majority chimed in at that $14 a month. And why not? I mean, we're talking about stuff that you can get. Now, there are certain frag industries. I don't know if you've ever looked for some of these TCG codes. You look for TCG codes. I've seen code. them on like Amazon yeah, eBay. For like hundreds of dollars. It depends on the code. You can find codes for like 300 Like I found one for over $1,000 the other day. I was like, ah, no. Yeah, the, uh, the one for the first murky that came with the first BlizzCon goes for like $5,000. That's insane. Yeah. Insane. So now here's the thing. Check this out. Blizzard doesn't like everybody, you know, making a lot of money on their 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 IP. Sure, things become collectible items. I get it. If Blizzard had a way to start releasing TCG codes to everybody, that market, that that parasitic market, if you will, goes away. So you want to increase the supply to lower the price. That's exactly what would happen. It would actually kill it. I mean, this is the same thing they did to kill the gold market. They made a legal way for people to get gold. This is a legal way for people to get really cool stuff from Blizzard. Well, I wonder if that's what they're trying to do with the black market auction house. Perhaps. But I never have enough gold to buy anything on there. Anything. Now, there are some things that I personally would like to see in this Blizz box. I'm thinking skins. I know I'm not a big skin guy, but I'm thinking skins for the different games that show up. Like, oh, okay, this is cool. Because now, in the same spirit as our current Loot Crate boxes, there are things in there that don't speak to me, but I know they have value to somebody else. So I might be, you know, leveraging or bartering that with somebody. So I could get a skin and go, hey... Want a skin? I said it before, TCG codes. Any kind of loot code that I can redeem in the game for a random myriad of items would be fantastic to have. You know what I want to see? What's that? Artwork. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've started featuring fan art. Like, if you notice on Twitter, they will start publicizing things like that. Now, would you want the box to have a piece of fan art in it, or would you rather have like a download code for a high-res image? Or maybe a little both. I would like to see something I could hang up. Okay, so 
sometimes in Loot Crate you get something that's rolled up in a poster. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's folded. I'm not a big fan of either of those. Okay. What I prefer is like if you had a smaller version of this artwork with a download code on it so you can download the high-res version and have it printed at your local print shop. Okay, I could see that. Because at that point in time, you download it, you print it yourself, and if the print shop is cool, they can actually laminate it, print They can do a lot of stuff with it right there so you don't incur any of the damage that can actually happen to a poster, like a rip or a fold or it gets coiled up the wrong way. So there's a lot of stuff that can happen. Left an Uber cab. Yeah, left them in the back of an Uber cab. <laughs> like I did our, we had them signed by the guy oh, that made the Illidan posters. Uh, I have his number. I should call him still. I need yeah. to. I would love to see small items from the Blizzard store. Yeah, absolutely. I have a thing with magnets. Love magnets. Yes. I was really sad that I didn't uh, pick one up for BlizzCon when we were there, but I didn't want to go in that line. And then I was going afterwards. I could order this, but the shipping was six dollars. That himself was only five. It didn't seem worth it. No, you gotta wait till you have a lot of that's just an add on. Exactly. So things like that, the smaller items that I wouldn't necessarily order individually. I'd like to see this come in the box. Well, it's the same thing. Like we stood in a line for the the gumball machine, paid a dollar, got the tokens. And we got these little, I don't, the, the big, the little head things. I don't know what to call them. They're little dudes. And something like that would be fantastic in there. Or, as Cuddles said, Murlocs. We have a lot of Murlocs in our studio. <laughs> and the more Murlocs the studio has, the better the studio is. So, I mean, you got me those two little Murlocs. Actually, you got me those three Murlocs up there by Illidan. There's the two oh, yeah. that came with the uh, the mega mega the block mega ones, block. and then there's the one that is the um, he's the funk pop, the funk pop, yeah, funko pop, funko pop. So, and then we got the stuffed murloc over in the corner. There, there's murlocs all over this place. You didn't think about that, did I you? I didn't. They're gonna <laughs> band together if we don't watch it. Well, that's why we have a Ninja Turtle, and Optimus Prime, and Groot, and uh, they're guarding it. Yeah. Guarding the murlocs. Preventing a murloc revolution. Did did you actually mean to make that joke? No. That was a good joke. All right. Well, then I did. (laughs) I take credit. Because we said it was Groot and you said Guardian because he's guarding the galaxy. That's Um, good. That's good. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But Frank, I know your biggest complaint is that you don't want everybody to get the same thing. You don't want the whole group of people to get the same stuff in their loot crate box. Here's what happens every time they release a new pet in the Blizzard store. People rush to buy it. People have it out for like the first week. And then you never see it again. Because it's the same mentality of everybody having the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and ever knowing exactly where it came from. You got it from the Blizzard store. You paid 25 bucks for it if it's a mount or you paid 10 bucks if it's a pet. Yeah, the Fiery Warhorse used to be a really big thing. Because you got the the, the 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 pole that you can put down right. for everybody to right. use. And now when you, because I use that uh, when I go to my uh, my kills for uh, Kazakh stand. <laughs> and You're going to convince yourself that's his real name I, I one will, day. I will, I will. All right. And now we're at the point where when you first had that and you used it, people would kind of get act like you were snooty. 
Like, oh, he's showing off because you got 25 bucks. Well, I thought it was cool. Okay, it's $25. <laughs> Didn't think that was a show-off thing. But anyhow, it's now to the point where people forgot where it came from. And so what was... what? Because so people had to buy it its time. Right. So you had to get something. Everybody had it out. People got chastised. People got yelled at. Then people quit taking it out. And now that you take it out, it's all new again. However, when people get the same thing, it does shatter the special snowflake. Because it's all the same thing. Now, in a production environment, you can kind of mix it up a little bit by having a large, you know, vat, if you will, of different objects that are the same. Yeah. So different versions of a Murloc or different versions of the little guys that we got out of the gumball machines or a different box of the Mega Block toys. Or, you know, sometimes they send you, like, just in uh, the last Loot Crate, we got a, uh, the Blizzard thing that they sent us was one of the cute but deadly. It was a random cute but deadly. So that was just a huge vet that they had that they were automating the stuffing of these boxes with. So you could mix it up in that style, but, and here's where I think Blizzard can really take the cake on this one. They already have a system for digital redemption. So if they gave you like what could look like a treasure chest with a scratch-off code on it or a, a Hearthstone game that you open up with a scratch-off code on it, whatever the case might be, you can go to the battle.net site to your login and redeem a code there, or you can go in-game and redeem a code, or you can go to the launcher and redeem a code. So many places you can redeem a code now. Go redeem a code. And that code could be worth anything completely random and it just I mean, you could have like a, a gnomish or a goblin wheel of fortune or something i don't know so with the code itself um getting a tcg code for example that could vary wildly in how much it's worth so it'd be a little bit like playing the lottery every month it'd be a whole lot like playing the uh the fortune card game in wow where, Ooh. yeah, you buy it for 10 gold or whatever, and it could be worth 5000 So there'd be a little bit of that uh, the risk factor to it. Well, you brought up the black market auction house before. It's just like getting that unclean prize, too. Those things go for so much. I don't yeah. understand it. I, I bid on one the other day. I don't know if I got it yet. I bid like 10000 on it. We'll see. I've bid several times and never won. I doubt I'll win. If I do, hopefully it's really cool. You mentioned a few products that have a randomness factor to it. Like you said, we we stood in line at BlizzCon. We got these little bobblehead type things. And it was random what you got. And we have spent time trying to track down the other ones. Yes. And trying to trade off the duplicates that we got. Sure. So that makes it a social game. Another thing we got in the goodie bag for BlizzCon was... Uh, you see, we have Rainer and we have the Chef Stitches. Yeah. So those are boxes that you just buy. They have one random Heroes of the Storm character. You don't know which one you're getting. You can buy them in the Blizzard store for $10. You can buy them at game shops. You just don't know what you're getting. And it's all random. It's all random. So everyone who went to BlizzCon got one. And I think we ended up trading because you and I both got the same one. Didn't want to have two in the studio as the trade of somebody else. Who really wanted the one that we had. Yeah. Exactly. So things like that that are randomized that can complete a collection. Because I know at least for you and I, 
let's say they came out with this. We know at least four people who'd participate. Uh, more than that. More than that. Yeah. At least 40, I would say, off the bat. And that's. Well, you know, I mean, that we know in real life. Oh, well. Yeah. Let's say 40. I don't even know 40 people in real life. I'm counting everybody I met at BlizzCon. Okay. Crazy math aside, you know people in person who are also in the same subscription box. What I would hate to see happen is everyone getting the same thing, and you're going to have a tier of items. You're going to have one or two things that everyone really likes. You're going to have a couple of filler items, and you're going to have one or two things that nobody wants. Sure. That's just the way that these boxes go. If everybody gets the same thing, you're going to have a ton of these items that nobody wants, and nobody can get rid of them because everybody has the same thing. At the very least, if it's randomized, if it's picking from a pool of different things, then, you know, you have a chance of being able to connect with people and trade. You used to remind me of like elementary school lunch when everybody's like trying to trade off their applesauce or something. That's what I want it to be. <laughs> and everybody's like, nah, I ain't trading for applesauce. <laughs> Hook me now with that, that Twinkie, though. No, I ain't getting a Twinkie. <laughs> what, you got a bunch of carrots over there? Nah. No, but no, 100% I understand what you're saying. You don't want everybody to end up with the same stuff that nobody wants to end up with. Then it gets flooded. Because then what do you do? Too many of them. You can't get rid of them. Now, if they are digital and game rewards, that's totally different. No, you can't be 100% digital because there's no fun in that. Well, yes and no. If, if they're digital... Then it would still have the same effect of the market gets flooded with them. It's like when you're looking for the uh, pumpkin pet on the auction house after Halloween. Like before the uh, holiday starts, they might go for an okay amount. As soon as the holiday is over, you might as well just vendor it. Yep. Honestly. Yeah, they go down the price. Yeah, no, I get you. It's a supply and demand type thing. Yeah. But remember, and I know you I know you get this, I just want to reinforce it. Okay. That the digital redemption, it could be millions of things that you're redeeming it for. So the 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 randomization factor can just explode. Right. We're on the same page. Okay. Yeah. So but people aren't gonna be giving up that card. Yeah. I'm because... saying if they decided to give everybody a clock clockwork robot. Yeah, and then everybody then, gets yeah, one. Yeah, everybody has it. Snore. It's the perky pug that nobody pulls out anymore. Yeah, and they came out with all this stuffy perky pug to accessorize with. They tried to save that poor dog. Yeah. You can dress up your perky pug. It's still the perky pug. Let me dress up my other pets. Nope, you gotta dress up the perky pug. Just the perky pug. Just the perky pug. Those dogs are weird. (laughs) So, Freck, we're saying the same thing, and I think everybody kind of agrees. If it's cool stuff from Blizzard that is not the same stuff that everybody gets, people are willing to spend at least 14 at least 15 maybe even up to 20 bucks a month to get this stuff. Yeah, I want to surprise some Blizzard every month. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So Blizzard, there it is. Get into the loot box business. I'd like to thank everybody who helped us with episode number 295 of HearthCast. All of our friends on Facebook and our followers on Twitter, all the Twitter conversations are fantastic. We love them. We love you guys. It makes our, our days and our nights pass so much more uh, more amicable, more happier. It's a lot of fun. 
Don't forget to give us a rating over on iTunes. Let's us know how we are doing and what we can do to improve. And as we close this show, we want to thank all of you for listening. We'd love to hear your comments, questions, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastbreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. Visit our website, hearthcast.com, for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface. I love the 20s.